I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, April 25th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, a Midhurst, Ontario native, Mitchell Hooper, was crowned the 2023's World's Strongest Man, making him the first Canadian ever to win the prestigious competition. He also has brains in addition to Braun owning and operating a kinesiology clinic as well. Now, Jay, I know you had your eye on the title this year. So how are you feeling about losing out to, to Mitchell? there. Uh, you know, he clearly is the better athlete in this context. I was looking over the stats for this year's World's Strongest Man. He pulled a 51,000 pound bus, 25 meters in 30.24 seconds. I just can't do that, bro. You and I can't do it together. No, <laughs> 20 of us couldn't do it together. <laughs> it's, I think it's all hard. It's crazy how they do that. It's cool to see a Canadian win it. It is like a real, it's like a very interesting competition. I, like it's the same thing where they pulled a plane. I also don't know how they pulled a plane, but somehow they do it, which is really neat. And so congratulations to Mitchell. We should have him on the podcast someday. He should be a guest podcaster. How he did it. Yeah, how he did it with Mitchell Hooper, where he goes into his training regime. And then we'll replicate that. And then next year, we're going for gold. Well, we'll see what we can do, Brett. Aside from weights we cannot lift. What do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, Pizza Pizza expands to Mexico. For our second story, the federal strike is causing headaches. And for our last story, the Port of Vancouver gets an upgrade. For our first story, Pizza Pizza opened its first international location in Guadalajara, Mexico, as Canada's largest pizza chain looks to expand its horizons beyond its provincial borders. Brett, the people of Guadalajara must be thrilled, right? Absolutely, Jay. I'm a huge Pizza Pizza defender. I think it's the best pizza in Canada. And so I'm sure that the people of Guadalajara are very excited to have it now. So here's what happened. Pizza Pizza opened its first international location in Guadalajara, Mexico, as Canada's largest pizza chain looks to expand its horizons beyond its provincial borders. A restaurant operate under the new PZA Pizzeria, Pizza Pizzeria, brand used for international expansion. Pizza Pizza also plans to open four Pizza Pizzerias in Canada this year. It's very confusing. But despite questions about quality, like the time it was deemed a dipping sauce place that also sells pizza, which by the way, I disagree with that. Somebody else said that, not me. Pizza Pizza is immensely popular with 750 locations across nine provinces. To help popularity catch on in Mexico, Pizza Pizza is aiming for a gourmet twist at its Mexican locations that incorporate local flavors like shredded pastor pork. It sounds delicious. And it's happening because Canada can only support so many Pizza Pizzas, unfortunately. It's easy to forget, but the country is a fairly small market and there's roughly already one pizza pizza franchise per 52,700 people. Any more locations here and the company rents the risk of oversaturation. CEO Paul Goddard pegged the max number of franchises at a thousand before they quote unquote start cannibalizing each other, which is kind of a weird turn of phrase that gives us the frighteningly vivid image of an anthropomorphic pizza slice chowing down on other pizza slices. To zoom out, as Canada's third largest trade partner, Mexico offers a favorable place for Canadian trade and investment. Pizza Pizza joins a long list of Canadian companies from miners and movers to retailers and other eateries making big moves way down south. Yeah, I'll say. The bottom line is this. With a population over three times larger than Canada's, Pizza Pizza is optimistic that Mexico could one day be a bigger part of its business than even its homeland in Canada. For our second story, if you're looking to renew your passport, apply for Canadian citizenship, or send a 40-foot shipping container's worth of stuff anywhere, this might not be your week. So why is that, Jack? 
Well, a week into one of Canada's largest labor disruptions, the union representing over 155,000 workers is escalating its strike efforts by moving their picket lines beyond government buildings to more strategic locations like the country's ports. So PSAC tweeted, quote unquote, our goal is to pressure this government to reach a fair contract ASAP so that we can get back to delivering the services Canadians depend on. Our assumption is that the adorable pets spotted in the picket lines are actually separate and unclear, but highly effective strategy aimed at winning over the feds. Now, to catch you up, over the weekend, both sides were at the bargaining table presenting offers, counteroffers, and more counteroffers with no agreement reached per the Globe and Mail. And here's why it's happened. Wages and flexibility. PSAC wants a 13.5% wage hike over three years, and the feds are offering 9%. And for remote work language to be included in contracts in response to a mandate requiring federal workers to work in the office two to three days per week. About 60% of all striking workers, according to PSAC, earn less than $70,000. One shows their wage gains since 2007 have been 7.8% lower than the national average. Here's the bottom line. With both sides accusing each other of resorting to delaying tactics, at the negotiating table, that's a quote, according to the Global Mail, tensions are running high with no quick solution in sight. Until an agreement is reached, Brett, expect disruption to public services to just continue. For our third and final story, the Port of Vancouver, for their part, is planning a serious update to its operations, but updating a port isn't as easy as updating your phone's operating systems, although that can be hard too, or your LinkedIn headshot. The federal government gave a seal of approval to the Port of Vancouver's proposed $3.5 billion expansion that would increase its container capacity by nearly 50%. The project, a new shipping terminal called the Roberts Bank Terminal 2, RBT2, kind of like a Star Wars thing, I got it, that's about 40 acres in size, would eventually let the port take in 2.4 million more containers measured as 20-foot equivalent units. Here's another acronym for you, TEUs, a year than it currently does. Now, here's why it matters. The Port of Vancouver is Canada's largest port with over $275 billion of goods passing through its gates annually. Too bad it ranked near dead last of all ports globally for efficiency, according to last year's ranking by the World Bank and S&P Global. It's also the main hub for Asian imports, which the port projects will increase in the near future. If they do, the port could run out of space before the decade ends. Yes, but environmentalists warn that despite 370 federal environment stipulations for the project, construction and increased shipping traffic upon completion will cause irrevocable harm to the region's marine life, in particular, the resident killer whales. Plus, other critics argue that RBT2, sorry, I'm going to screw that up, RBT2. It's a tough one to say, Brad. It actually is. It's expensive and unnecessary since the port of Prince Rupert already has its own expansion plans that would bolster container capacity by 2 million TEUs annually, accounting for the projected influx of Asian imports into the region. Next, RBT2. There you go. One hit. Still needs a litany of permits from various federal departments, including Environment and Climate Change Canada, a process that's expected to take around three years. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a good day, Peak Pals. And Brett, we're recording this before the Leafs game tonight. So go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. When you give me shock waves.